Welcome back to another episode of Digital by Attention Media. Today, we are talking to Chabelle, who is a senior SEO specialist at Studio Hawk. Studio Hawk is a dedicated SEO agency with offices in both Melbourne and London and have won the Global Search Awards in 2021, the SEM Rush Search Awards, and also the APAC Search Awards. So when it comes to SEO, Studio Hawk is a dominant leader. And uh, today we get Chabelle onto the show to talk about his time with Studio Hawk and also dive deeper into SEO, its benefits, and why we need to be giving SEO attention as part of our marketing strategy moving forward. So stay tuned. That episode is coming up next. Welcome to Digital, a podcast brought to you by Attention Media, a location agnostic digital growth agency helping businesses become iconic brands. On this show, we dive into the hottest topics, the latest updates, and what's working in social media and digital marketing right now to get you up to speed and keep you informed. And if you want to grow your business through strategic digital marketing, head over to attentionmedia.com.au, click on the book a discovery call tab, fill out some details, and we'll be in touch. We'd also love to know if you're listening to this show. So please take a screenshot, upload it to your preferred social media account and tag us at Attention Media Agency. Let's get into the show. Chabelle from Studio Hawk, thanks for joining us on the podcast. Nearly couldn't get it out then. Hi, Anthony. Thank you. It's awesome. Mate, uh, excited to have a bit of a chat. We uh, we have a little bit of a, a relationship going back, uh, well, a couple of months, a couple of years even. Um, but, mate, senior... A good one year. Exactly, exactly, 100%. Mate, and uh, senior SEO specialist at Studio Hawk for everybody who is tuning in. So today we are, we are definitely going to be talking uh, a bit of SEO and uh, a bit more just around obviously your background. Obviously, you are um, you know, in a senior management role at an agency that is a multi-award winning agency. So you know, there's lots of different things we can pick apart there, which is very exciting. But uh, first and foremost, mate, um, just give us a bit of an intro on yourself. Yeah, awesome, awesome. Thanks. I mean, I think uh, you covered it all. <laughs> um, yeah, my name is Chabelle. Um, I am a senior SEO specialist here at Studio Hawk. I've been here for roughly, give or take, two and a half years. Um, before Studio Hawk, I kind of knew knew what SEO was, but never in a million years would I have thought I'd be in this position here working for arguably one of the biggest um, SEO agencies um, in the country. Um, and yeah, I guess my role here at Studio Hawk now has evolved over the years. Currently, um, I run a small team of like seven, eight SEO specialists. Um, and my day-to-day, I guess, includes, um, you know, referral, um, referral partnerships or like stronger relationships with our referrals like yourself. Um, working, I still, I still, I still am on the tools. Um, I still really like, um, uh, enjoy and working on my SEO campaigns. Some of my clients, you know, are small to medium sized clients is where like me and you, I guess, work on a few and they mm-hmm. can, and some of them include someone, like, um, the reject shop or great Southern bank, which is like a privately owned bank, um, up in Brisbane and, um, Melbourne, um, great folks there. Um, and yeah, that's, I guess, pretty much my day to day. It's just a combination of being on the tools, um, uh, setting up, you know, really good relationships with our referral partners, uh, managing the team, making sure they're looked after and if they need anything, if they need support and kind of just uplifting them in general. 
Yeah, mate, absolutely love that, and uh, pretty uh, pretty humble intro there, mate. Because um, I think we definitely need to stress the fact that um, Studio Hawk, uh, you know, you mentioned they're one of the the biggest agencies in Australia, but uh, we also need to touch on the fact that Studio Hawk is the Global Search Awards winner for 2021. Uh, you have previously been the, and that's global too, by the way, global, uh, the SEM Rutch Search Awards winner, the APAC Search Awards winner, so. I think, um, and we can definitely sort of you know dive into you know why Studio Hawk is so successful shortly, but that definitely can't be uh, sort of understated. You guys are very very good at what you do, um, and uh, yeah, mate, to be in the position that you're at in an agency that is global um, and is you know recognised globally as well is a uh, is a pretty great feat. So well done. Thank you. Thank you. That's awesome. Yeah, sometimes I kind of forget about those awards. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, yeah, I guess that's just um, a testament of all the hard work um, the team has put in um, individually one by one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, definitely, mate, definitely. And uh, for sort of long-time listeners of this podcast, um, they will know that we've interviewed Harry, the founder, Harry Sanders. We've interviewed him uh, twice actually now on different podcasts. Um and Studio Hawk has, you know, a pretty impressive origin story in itself, um, which, you know, we've obviously talked about in detail. But for me, mate, right now, where did your Studio Hawk journey start? Like, you know, what were you doing at the time? How did you land the role? You know, what was the uh, the genesis of your time at uh, Studio Hawk? Yep, yep. No, very good question. This is actually a funny gag internally of how I landed the job. Um, so, yeah, basically, um, like I said, prior to Studio Hawk, no, no really like SEO background or experience. I did really love digital marketing. I used to read on it. In uni, I did study marketing at MIT. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when I kind of knew what SEO was. And actually the first tool I started playing around with that I discovered, I don't know if you've ever used it, it's called SimilarWeb. Yes. It's, uh, yes. it's, it's, it's actually pretty popular around the world. Um, mm. Not a lot of people that I know use it. It's similar to like, you know, your SEMrushes and Ahrefs and all those. Yep. And that's when I kind of used to just pull my favorite websites in there and see, that's when I started seeing like what keywords are organic SEO or just, you know, direct or PPC. That's when I kind of started, I guess, um, absorbing that information. Mm-hmm. And then I was working in retail back then, didn't really know what I wanted to do. I was just applying to heaps of jobs left, right and center. And then as I was working in retail, um, I came across the part-time role at Studio Hawk. So it was a three-day um, junior SEO specialist um, a week. And then I looked at it and then I researched a bit about Studio Hawk. And then I found like a few um, articles featuring Harry. I was like, this is awesome. Really like the story behind this um, mm. company. And back then we were nowhere near as big as this. Just for reference, when I joined the company, there was like maybe 10, 12 employees. Like I was probably yep. like number, I don't know, 14, 14, and now we're roughly like 35. Wow. Um, give or take, I think a bit more. <laughs> I'm not sure. Um, yeah, so uh, solo role. And then I was like, man, I really want this job because every single job probably Anthony I was applying for, I was just getting knocked back, knocked back. No sure. experience, no nothing. Mm-hmm. You know like, you know, you know how it would be like for, for like a fresh grad just trying to get his foot in the door. Yeah. Um, and then I was like, well, I really want this job and how do I stand out? So I did something a bit different. I wrote um, Studio Hawk a blog on um, in-house SEO versus um, agency SEO pros and cons. And mind you, like I didn't know much of around SEO back then. I knew enough to 
put together a 500 word article. Yep. So alongside my resume and cover letter, I attached this um, blog and I wrote it like myself within like two days, I think. Um, and then, yeah, I submitted it to um, Studio Hawk. And then I remember when I got to call in for the interview, I remember our general manager back, uh, back then, he actually had the paper printed out and he's like, did you write this? I was like, yeah. And he's like, no one's ever done this. Like, why'd you do it? I was like, clearly at work, I'm here. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. And then, yeah, he was just like, he was like, well, like no one's ever done this. I was like, yeah, to be honest, I didn't even think it was that good. I just literally did this in like in two days. Yeah. And he's like, no, well done. And then long story short, I actually, this is a funny story. I think this is the first time saying it outside of studio. At the start, um, I didn't get accepted because they decided to go to someone else. Right. And then that someone else pulled out. He just never picked up the phone. Wow. Um, and then I was like second runner up. And then yes. Harry called me. He's like, hey, man, he's like, hey, man, you still interested? I was like, yeah, 100%. And then he was like, cool, start on Monday. Bang, done. Job's yours, mate. That's uh, that's so cool. I love that story, and I think um, you know, it just goes to show again that you know, if you go to that extra level, just put in a little bit more effort. Like if you really want something, like you'll find a way to get it. Um, and that's the that's a perfect example. So I love that story. So good, so good. Um, cool. So like at the time, obviously that you started with Studio Hawk, 14, 15 staff, it's now double or more than that. So the company's obviously had significant growth over the last couple of years, um, which has been awesome to follow. But for everybody, you know, listening in, watching in, uh, and they're still not too sure about SEO, like again, let's just break it down, try and keep it nice and simple, but really highlight on why SEO is an important piece of your marketing puzzle in you know 2021 and beyond yeah no very very good question i love it to be honest it still surprises me that one business owners um that have had like successful businesses for years and years and they either don't know what seo is or they've never in um, invested in it and what kind of that's kind of one of like our main missions i guess or goals at studio we kind of want to change that whole narrative around like the whole um, SEO is like a black uh, magic, like mm, what yeah. is it and how does it work? And like, what, what do you mean you work on my website and I can rank, you know, on page one for this keyword. It's like, yeah, this is an actual thing. Hence the reason why we launched actually a Hulk Academy. Love it. So Hulk Academy, so Hulk Academy, for those who don't know, is a online platform where anyone from a freelancer, business owner, agencies, anyone can learn about SEO all the way has like modules that are for like for beginners all the way to like advanced stuff. Mm. There's case studies, Harry mainly like filmed um, most of these uh, modules and videos and we've put a lot of time into it. Yep. Um, so yeah, we're on a mission through Hulk Academy to kind of change the way people think about SEO, the way they do it, the transparency behind it um, and everything. Mm -hmm. um, I guess um, that's, so that's one part of, I guess, what um, we're trying to do. And how do I see, I guess to answer your question, how does SEO fit in the realm of digital marketing? I think it has a very, very nice and sweet spot within the realm of digital marketing. Like when you think of it as a pie chart, like you've got your Google ads, your Facebook ads, your Instagram ads, your TikTok ads, SEO definitely, no matter, I guess, how big or small your company is. Obviously, if you have, if you started yesterday, maybe 
you know, really want to dive into straight into SEO straight away, but it definitely should have a role within your overall marketing budget. And my biggest advice for business owners listening to this podcast is whether it's a, whether it's 500 bucks a month from your overall budget or 5,000, make sure that there's a budget for it because Mm -hmm. that's, I guess the common mistake I see Anthony where business owners just don't um, either want to have a budget for it or they just don't really care about it. Um, And I know, I guess the reason why they kind of shy away from it is because you would probably know more than me when it comes to ads, you can see a return straight away, but with SEO, it's a bit of a um, long-term burn. Mm -hmm. Um, Hence the reason why they kind of get scared. It's like, oh, what's the point of, you know, spending a thousand dollars or $2,000 every month. And I can only expect results in six to 12 months. But in hindsight, it actually lowers your overall marketing budget and you don't really have to spend as much in Google ads and Facebook ads because you can rely on that channel. Yeah. Great explanation, man. And like to kind of put it into a visual concept, it's, you know, you would get this all the time where people spend so much time and money making their website look shiny, you know, bright and really, you know, user-friendly and attractive, but it's everything behind that. It's everything behind the homepage that is going to, you know, give you success. So it's kind of like if you're setting up a business and you've got your storefront and you've got your signage going up and everything looks great and you've cleaned it and the glass is fresh, but then inside everything's just complete trash and it's a mess and nothing makes any sense. That's kind of like what the majority of websites are like as well, right? They might look good on the front end, but on the back end, it's just a complete mess. And that's where you know SEO is so important with things like your, your metadata, your meta description, your URLs, everything that kind of builds a website and makes it successful. Um, SEO has a great part to play in you know improving that success over time is that a good analogy yeah it is i was going to say the car i, I was going to use a car analogy it's kind of like i'm mm. um, seeing a, a ferrari on the outside but it has no engine yeah it really, it's not yep. going to get you from a to and so, think- yeah no that was a good analogy. yeah and i think also like you, you touched on the fact that you know with uh you know good SEO and a website that's set up well and maintained, um, you are also going to have added benefits, like you mentioned, of you know reduced ad spend for platforms like Google and Facebook, et cetera, because when your website works well and performs at its best, that reduces cost uh, overall with all of your other marketing. So there is, there's so many different benefits. They might not be immediately tangible, but uh, it is going to have you know added benefits in the long run. Where do... Um, like where do people get started? If somebody's tuning in, they're like, yeah, well, actually, you know, maybe we should you know, really start to consider SEO and give it the attention it deserves. Where do you suggest that people start? Yeah, good question. Um, there is a ton of free information out there. Mm-hmm. Like SEMrush has a really good platform. Ahrefs has a good platform. Moz um, has also a pretty good one as well. I've like, um, read a few stuff out there. YouTube is your best friend. Like if you um, really can't afford, you know, to start a campaign with an agency or hire someone, there is a ton of information out there, whether it's from something like Hawk Academy, like I said, or Sam yeah, yeah, yeah. there is a ton of free information and you'd be surprised how much you can learn um, from the free information out there. So I would say that's a starting point. Mm. Um, and then anything kind of you start learning along the way, start tinkering away on your website so don't just read and don't implement so read and implement a bit 
Um, obviously, with um, to a certain extent, some concepts might be a bit hard, but trust me, like if you're, you know, let's just use um, a local service-based, you know, business up in Shepparton, um, definitely make sure, let's say, you know, do you have dedicated service pages if you're a plumber? You know, yep. that's yep. easy, cool. Dedicated service pages. Um, do you have, you know, proper content on these service pages? Awesome, you know, that's another thing. Do you have, you know, your url structure you know with your main keyword in there literally stuff like that believe it or not over time compounding will move the needle for that local plumber up in shepherdin and and what is the reason for that like having individual service pages for the individual service what like what's the point of having that rather than just one page that kind of says everything what's the benefit yeah very good question i see this very common with clients small or big kind of trying to smoosh everything into one page and I always give them this analogy and I tell them, okay, cool. Um, let's say if you're a bank um, and you only want to have one personal loans page, right? Okay, that's awesome. People do type in personal loans, awesome. But what if someone types in wedding loans? You just yeah. mentioning wedding loan on that personal loan page isn't enough. The reason being is people want to find information just strictly around wedding loan. Mm-hmm. And if you want to kind of be found when someone types in wedding loan, you kind of need to have a page dedicated just for wedding loan. And that analogy or kind of mentality applies to a plumber, a bank, anyone. Um, You know, if let's just say you're an electrician, um, you can't just expect that one service page or the homepage to rank for every service out there. You need to have dedicated pages. So if someone types in switchboard upgrade, you want to have a page for switchboard upgrade. If someone types in house rewiring, you want to have a page for that. Mm. Um, and that's kind of the mentality behind it. The search intent when someone types in switchboard upgrade is they want a service provider around or explaining, you know, how they do their switchboard upgrades. So yeah. that's yeah. kind of the mentality, behind it, if that makes sense. Yeah, I like it. And, and again, to kind of um, make it as easy as possible to understand, I think we need to remember that you know, there's your website and then there's Google, right? And Google can only read your website and provide recommendations and, you know, give you a ranking based off how well it can read your website and the type of information that you've got on your website. So your point there with if you've got all of your services just bundled onto one page uh, and you have people who are typing specific longer phrase keywords into Google, it's going to be very hard for Google to say, yep, this website and this page is relevant to what this person is searching for if there's no real, you know, depth of information there. Correct, correct. Yep. It's literally supply and demand, right? Mm -hmm. Google wants to supply you, the user, when you type in, let's say, switchboard upgrades with the most relevant pieces of information out there. And like you said, you know, Google is smart, but it sees what it only sees. And if it doesn't find anything relevant to that query that Anthony typed in, let's say switchboard upgrades, um, it just won't show it. And if it finds, you know, your client as having a answer to that query, it's going to show it. So yeah, it's basically supply and demand in Google. Obviously, that's why people love using Google because it's really good at giving you the most relevant and valuable information to almost anything you're typing. Yeah. Yeah, love it. So there's um, 
again, like if we're just looking at a hypothetical business website, um, you know, we want to make sure that it's set up well from a, a structural point of view, right? You've got all of your independent and uh, individual pages for different services, et cetera, and so forth. Um, we want to make sure that, you know, those pages have proper titles and meta descriptions so that Google knows what the page is about. Um, then we also want to make sure that we're keeping our website updated too. Like what's the, you know, there's so many websites out there and of course, you know, in agency land, we see it all the time where a business has a website, it was built five, six, seven, ten 10 years ago and literally hasn't been touched since then. So how important is keeping your website updated and keeping it fresh? Yep, yep, great, that's a good one. Um, I always use this analogy with clients. Um, you can steal it as well, Anthony. Um, websites Done. are like houses. Yep. Websites are like houses. No matter how good or pretty your house looks, it always needs a touch or something, whether it's you're going to knock down a wall, add a new room, um, paint a wall, whatever it may be. And that's literally the same with websites. Mm. It almost, almost never ends. I'm not saying you're going to do a big renovation every two months, but you definitely need to add touches, review, um, see how it looks um, here and there. Again, I'm not saying, you know, do a whole big reno every two or three months because obviously that makes no sense and it's just too expensive. But websites are similar to houses. Mm, they need yeah. love. And if you want to make sure your um, house or website is valuable, you want to make sure that you consistently maintain it. Now, to answer your question, if a website still looks like it was built in, you know, 1994, definitely, you know, <laughs> go get that kind of fixed or renovated. Um and those renovations, like I said, you can you can probably have to do them just once, maybe every two years, those big renovations. But the small renovations, whether it's like, you know, painting a wall, whatever it may be, adding a new page, updating your content, um, reviewing what needs to be removed or added, whatever it may be, definitely every, you know, few months here and there, just review that yeah. and ask yourself, you know, what's missing. And I guess the best benchmark, and I know a lot of listeners will be like, well, how do I know when to add or remove or do this? is have a look at your competitors. How do you see yeah. And it's the same with houses. How does your house look against all the other houses in your street? Mm. That's mm. kind of the same with websites. Yeah, what's that first impression? Um, and yeah, like I love that as well. Like it's, it's, you know, continuous improvement as well. As you said, it's not huge overhauls, but, you know, continuous improvement doesn't matter if it's social media or whether it's Facebook ads or whatever it is. Like none of this stuff is set and forget anymore. It's continual improvement. It's learning, it's testing, it's measuring, it's iterating, it's innovating. Um, and SEO and your website is in the exact same position. Um, What's it like to work with Studio Hawk, right? So if we've laid down the foundations here, we know that SEO is important and we know that we need to be putting the time and effort into our website because again, what's the point of having a website, driving traffic to it if it's just not going to perform as well as it could? Um, and somebody's like, right, let's do something about this. We're going to give Studio Hawk a call. What's the process like um, you know, in working with Studio Hawk? How does somebody get from the first chat they have with yourself through to coming on board as a client? What's that like for people? Yep, yep, no, good question. Um, I guess where we like to kind of separate ourselves from others is I, I don't think we touched on this about this before, which is kind of um, my elevator pitch, is we just do SEO and nothing but SEO. So yeah. No Google ads, no Facebook ads. We don't build websites, 
none of that. Only in the past, maybe like six to like 12 months, did we start um, out of demand, adding in content writing for you know, clients that need it. If they don't, that's fine. Yep. And digital PR. Um, obviously, digital PR is for a certain type of client that obviously is in the right spot, the right momentum and has mm. the right for it. Mm. So, but again, our bread and butter is still and will probably always be um, SEO. Don't know how, how things will look like five or 10 years from now. Yeah. Um, but to answer your question is the reason why I kind of mentioned this, that um, we just do SEO, nothing but SEO, is if you speak to myself or anyone else on the team, is no one is um, a dedicated sales person. Everyone is actually an SEO specialist. Um, you see this probably with other agencies where they have, let's say, a team of, uh, let's say, BDMs or just sales specialists, and then you have the um, SEO nerds or the specialists, whatever you want to call them, and then there's usually a disconnect with what the salesperson can promise and what the SEO person can actually do. Great point. Yes, yes. Like they are promising things that can't be delivered or even things that it's not, you know, an SEO specialist's job to do. Yes, yes. So um, whoever decides to reach out is, um, I can assure you that you're speaking to an SEO specialist. So that person that is on... Um, the call, the intro call is probably the same person that will be running your campaign, most likely, depending Love on it. the case. Love it. So yeah, that's usually how it works. Um, intro call is with, um, as an SEO specialist, whether it's with um, anyone, like I said, no one is a dedicated salesperson. So they're actually the same people that are on the tools. Mm-hmm. Um, from there, we kind of determine um, from the intro call, if you're a good fit or not. And um, that kind of moves into the second stage, which is when we do like a thorough um, audit on your website to see for any issues, um, any opportunities, et cetera, et cetera. And then we book in another time to run through um, that potential client um, through the proposal to ask them kind of any questions they have for us or any questions we have for them. And it's during that stage where we kind of determine whether how do we want to move forward if they're a good fit um, for us or if they're not, you'd be surprised on how many I'm um, not good fits. We just um, don't sign on. Yeah. I guess that's something also we're really transparent about. If we feel like we can't really help you, um, we'll just be straight up and honest with you and say, look, at this stage, we don't think you're really ready for this. Maybe try something, you know, like Google ads or Facebook ad. That's when we kind of refer them to our referral partners. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, like you'd be surprised. I think like maybe 30 to 40% every single month, we just um, don't sign on people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I kind of think that's what separates us also, again, from others is we're not just um, signing on people just, you know, to hit targets or whatever it may be. Yeah. Um, again, we don't feel like we can help you or improve your business, whether it's driving leads or sales or driving traffic, whatever the objective may be. We just, you know, won't sign you on. And if we decide to sign you on, the way it works is um, obviously you sign on for whatever um, budget you decide to sign on. Um, like I said, we have clients, you know, local-based businesses that are on, you know, a thousand dollar or fifteen hundred dollar retainer, yep. all the way up to, you know, someone on five k, seven k, ten k, whatever it may be. Yeah. Um, our bread and butter are like SMEs. Um, obviously, we do service our bigger clients, but the majority of our clients are SMEs. Um, you get a dedicated account manager for every single campaign. And another thing, also, I think I forgot to mention is we don't have any locking contracts. Um, what that basically means is um, if you decide to sign on, there is no locking contract where we lock you in for a six month or 12 month campaign. Yeah. Or you see this Anthony with other agencies. Like I've got clients that come to us and be like, 
I want to sign on, but I'm in an 18 month locked in contract that I can't get out of. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, yeah. That's something Harry was really adamant about when he first started the agency, like no locking contracts. It's just, yeah. you know, month on month retainers, Sure. which also I think a lot of people that when they come on board, they like it um, because they feel just, you know, safe, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Breath of fresh air. And it's, you know, it's all based around performance and, uh, you know, a, a win-win on both sides. And, and, you know why it's like kind of marrying someone but you can't get out of that relationship it's like we're locked in forever but it's like what if i don't like you yeah exactly 100 percent, 100 percent, mate tell us what um you know what is some of the criteria uh in order to be a good fit to work with studio hawk yeah good that's a good question i guess this like all depends i guess good fit would be a bit of momentum on the website like if um let's just say a few let's say 100 users coming through every month um you're probably getting a few inquiries or sales but you still you probably hit a threshold um in terms of what you can do mm-hmm. um, and you're trying to look to take it to the next level you know driving more leads or sales so i would say those are kind of the main criteria obviously um be i guess a cool guy or gal you know we're all about, you know, signing on people that actually, you know, want to work with us, treat our stuff, you know, with respect and nicely. Yes. It kind of comes down to like, we treat people like the way like we would treat them and vice versa. 100%. Um, but yeah, mainly like, you know, the, those criteria have, ha, has a bit of momentum, the website, striving in maybe a few leads or a few sales, whatever the type of business may be. And you're just kind of trying to take it, you know, up a notch. Yep. Yep. Love that. Um, I think, you know, and you mentioned it before, but, you know, the whole dedicated SEO agency, not only is that, you know, a, a really um, unique proposition in agency land, but I think it really does, you know, it, that definitely has sort of lent itself to the success of Studio Hawk as well because, you know, you essentially do one thing and you do it better than anybody else essentially globally so you know it's uh, it's hats off to you guys it's hats off to to harry for having that vision and following it through and um you know bringing people into the business such as yourself and uh you know it's it is it's a win-win for everybody else because when people get to work with studio hawk um you know they are going to uh you know have a great experience um and you know they, they're going to get results so it's um it's a win-win for everybody 100 percent, yeah i guess like you said that's kind of where we like to differentiate ourselves from others by just being i guess a dedicated specialist over over, as opposed to like being i guess um a jack of all trades yeah love it mate uh before we wrap things up what's your sort of your current take on the digital marketing landscape at the moment like again business owners are sitting at home um you know we're starting to come out of lockdowns and all that sort of thing now things are opening up a little bit um but you know the whole marketing landscape is still overwhelming for many it's there's so much happening things change every day um what does marketing look like over the next you know 6 12 18 months moving forward yep yep good question i mean no one expected covid and that kind of just had a big toll i guess on business owners some obviously it was great for them obviously some wasn't unfortunately mm-hmm. i guess my take over like the next 6 to 12 months is um if you're not found online. You need to be found online. That's one. And you'd be surprised. You probably see this, Anthony, just as much as I do that. Yeah, this is like a very, very common thing where business owners just are not found online. Whether it's, forget about Google, whether it's Facebook, whether it's Instagram, whether it's Google, whether it's TikTok, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. So that's one. If you're not online, become online. 
um, and kind of adopt a mentality of digital first, not trying to say, ignore your other channels, let's say word of mouth and referrals, but obviously let them work hand in hand because these days, like you just almost can't ignore it. So that's one. Um, two is, I guess, diversification is key. Back on that point where don't put all your eggs in one basket, whether it's SEO or Google ads or Facebook ads or whatever it may be. Great. You know, diversify as much as you can because if one channel slips, the other one will like perform well and you just always kind of have an evil level basket or just a, ba- a good balance, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say um, don't get too caught up with kind of the latest updates by Facebook or Instagram or Google. Don't let that kind of scare you off um, in kind of investing in digital marketing. And then my last point is speak to someone that has proven results that ha- has done it for others if you decide to engage in like a digital marketing campaign and don't just speak to one person, speak to like multiple providers and see like who you're most comfortable with and always look out for like that transparency factor. Like, you know, if you feel like someone's really transparent with you, you kind of, I guess, open up to them or they open up to you. Like that should be a um, differentiator. So yeah, I guess that's my take. That's my take on digital marketing. Mate, absolutely fantastic. So much value uh, to be had for everybody who's tuned in today. So I want to thank you very much, mate. Wishing yourself and Studio Hawk a huge end uh, to this year and all the best moving forward. And uh, we'll definitely have to get you back on sometime in the future. Thank you. Thank you so much, Anthony. I really appreciate this. It was a lot of fun. And yeah, I hope um, the listeners got something out of this. 100%, mate. We'll have all the links to Studio Hawk and your socials and all that sort of stuff in the show notes. But mate, all the best. We'll talk very soon. Awesome. Thanks, Anthony. See ya. Have a good one. So that's it for another episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. As we mentioned, we'd love to get your thoughts and feedback on this episode. You can do that by heading over to our Instagram at Attention Media Agency and letting us know what your thoughts. Send us a message. We'd love to hear from you. We'd also love to know what you'd like us to talk about in upcoming episodes. So send us your topic ideas. We are always interested. And if you'd love to know more, head over to the website, attentionmedia.com.au. That's all for now. We'll see you in the next episode.